2: The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily, in association with Moonrise Cricket, Indian Premier League 2020, 13th edition, every day, every game, every spill, every fill, every triumph, all the way to the IPL trophy.
0: Hello everybody, welcome along, it's another edition of the Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily and we know three of the teams now in the final four of the IPL after uh, RCB lost narrowly to the Delhi Capitals it means that DC will take on Mumbai Indians in the first of the playoff matches the top two obviously have two bites at the cherry whoever loses that first qualification game descends to play the best of the third versus fourth match RCB will be in that game and the final participant in that match will be either KKR, who currently occupy fourth place, or Sunrise's Hyderabad, who play Mumbai Indians tomorrow. If they win that game they will go on to meet RCB and KKR will go home it's uh, starting to shape up it's starting to get a lot more simple Um, thank you very much first of all to t-shirts.com and to MoonriseSports.com for their support of the IPL Daily and it's not been brought to you without a little bit of pain, I'm James Butler the Cricket Badger and I currently have a broken toe after dropping my uh, podcast microphone onto my bare foot last night and it rather stings a tad so uh, fortunately I only need my voice to do this to introduce to you daniel kelly abhishek bahari and neil varani neil start with you that was a, a a game that always had the feel of a of two teams that were just kind of jostling to make sure their net run rates were safe and they made sure of the top four obviously delhi capitals ended up winning in that and there's a big advantage with being in the top two but both safely through
3: Yeah, absolutely, James. I think getting into the top two was very big, but was always a secondary consideration to actually making it through. I think the game really got set up for the way that it finished by the very, very good bowling performance by Delhi, And then when they got off to a good start, they consolidated and RCB did probably the sensible, if not the most exciting thing of accepting that they were going to lose, but just slowing Delhi down enough so that they made it through the 17 and a half overs to ensure the net run rate um, was going to be higher than KKRs. So it was professional in the end, but I do think that was mostly set up by how good Delhi were in the first innings.
0: Absolutely. And they've got their their mojo back a little bit. Four defeats on the bounce, Daniel Kelly. You're our Delhi Capitals fan. You were assigned that duty because you wanted to get a little bit more into the IPL this time around. And Adopter side to support, and you've chosen well, haven't you? or well, you've you've had it chosen well for you because your team is now in the top two, and we'll take on by Indians, and we'll also have a second chance if they lose that game of still getting to the final.
1: Yeah, definitely, great chance of reaching the final now. Like we just said, I think it was a very sort of professional display from from both teams. Really, game management from from RCB towards the end when when they knew they were going to get beat, and just managed to regulate a little bit. But yeah, really, Delhi, little bit of momentum going going into these. These crunch games now, and I think for for us from an RCB point of view I, I, I'm not sure that I particularly fancy them anymore going forward. I, I think I, I think they'll struggle I think they're the weakest of, of the uh, the playoff sides but in, in terms of Delhi, um, yeah we're, we're looking really good
0: and Abhishek, Arno Nokia has been awarded the player of the match award for today's game. At one stage when he dropped a fairly simple boundary chance off Virat Kohli, he was just starting to threaten to go up through the gears a little bit. He was uh, he was zero, but he's gone from zero to hero and Delhi Capitals their their bowling attack of Ribads and Nokia um look to be back on song and they've got a few batsmen back in form as well, which is huge for them going into the playoffs, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I believe that uh, Mumbai and Delhi are the two teams that probably deserve the most top two spot. I think they have been very uh, fairly good enough uh, across the tournament. Uh, a little bit of hiccups, four state defeat, but it can happen to any team. I still believe that the bowling uh, unit of uh, Rabada and uh, Nokia, alongside Ashwin and Akshar, is one of the best, uh, only second to Mumbai India. And I believe that they will be. I would agree with the assertion that RCB is probably the weakest side going forward. And it looks like, and it looks like it's going to be. Uh, either one of the Mumbai India's Delhi or Sunrisers Hyderabad. I am backing them to beat Mumbai India's tomorrow.
0: BodylineT shirts.com Browse the finest collection of cricketing t shirts on the web. Hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike featuring everyone and everything from Larwood to Leach and Cow Corner to Chin Music at BodylineT-Shirts.com. And you can get 10% off your first order using the code BADGER at checkout. BodylineT-Shirts.com. T-shirts for the discerning cricket fan. Dan, you're looking at how Delhi Capitals have played during this tournament. Obviously, they've had their wobble, but they seem to have galvanised themselves enough to get through to the playoffs. And now it's almost everybody. As soon as those playoffs start, you reset. Because your points on the group stages mean absolutely nothing going into those playoff games. Who, who's your favourite player? Who's Who, have, after adopting this side, who have you grown fondest for? Um, I'm, a big fan of,
1: I'm, I'm a big fan of Shikadawa. And I like the way he plays the game. I like he plays the game with a smile on his face. He's a little bit of a... Um he's a character, he's sort of a, a rock and roll cricketer. I love Shikhar Darwan. Also a massive fan of the way Rahani bats. When Rahani is in form, I love watching him play he's so smooth, he's perfect. And I'm so pleased he came through today because uh, a settled Rahani who knows his role and he's and uh, you know, coming off the back of a, a, a good match winning innings today is a great prospect for the for these crunch games where things do get a little bit tighter and you know, chasers or chasers that otherwise would be perhaps you'd, you'd think they'd, they'd knock them off with relative ease. Sometimes get a little bit sort of uh, tense and we go through a little bit of squeaky bum time. Um, and I think Rahani, in form, playing that sort of anchor role, absolute great sign going forward. In, in terms of the ball, favourite player, I mean, Rabada's been a, a class above. And Nokia I thought Nokia may be one of the imports, to be honest, that Sort of got slapped around a little bit at the start. I didn't really expect much much from him, but he's now really coming into his own as well. And a man of the match performance with a a, a three for in a, a such a crucial game for their future in the tournament. I mean, you you can't question his sort of uh, his place on the side or
0: his his work to the capital. Abhishek, the Delhi Capitals, after going through that trough of four defeats on the bounce, I mean, they could have gone into the playoffs with five defeats on the bounce uh, if they kept their net run rate safe. But that win will give them a lot of confidence now, won't it? That they're, they're, they're doing the right things again and runs in Darwin, runs in Rahani, wickets back for Rabada and for Nokia. It's almost like the Delhi Capitals that we were purring about a few a couple of weeks ago, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Delhi were back to their best, I think. Uh, the core strength lies in their PS attack and the spin side. the bowler. They did a tremendous job and uh, they uh, restricted the archivit to a below-power total, right? And then uh, Dhawan was back amongst the runs. There was an issue in last some games when he was not getting a lot of runs. He's extremely vital for them. Rahane uh, was one of the few players who did not uh, had a very good tournament, right? Even he was among the runs. Pratisho is still an issue, but I think bearing him, everything looks pretty fine. Five losses... Uh, if they would have uh, you know, gotten into, it's a big rut and they would have been very demoralized, I would think, by playing into the Eliminator right? side, which I think is the present state the RC will find probably themselves when they face either of the KKR or the SRH side. So, it's a great thing and also they get two chances now. They are in the top two and on their day, they are fairly well equipped to defeat MI. And like you said, once you go into the playoffs, it's an entirely different tournament. Uh, it's like, like David Warner says, we need to win three games in a trot or four games in a trot.
0: And I think Delia will quite lose And Neil, just before we go to our Moonrise moments of today's match, the, the playoff system I think is fantastic. The top two by right, because they've got into the top two, obviously it's been a very close season this year and there's not a huge amount between any of them. But by getting into the top two, you play that first match on Thursday and you still have the opportunity. If you lose that game, the winner obviously goes straight through to the final, but if you lose that game, you can play the best of uh, third and, against fourth. If you are in the, in the third fourth position, you have to win that game. You have to then beat the loser of that first qualifier before you even get to the finals. It's a much harder route through, isn't it?
3: Absolutely. I think there's always a bit of a worry when you want to have a showpiece final to finish a tournament that you lose the value of um, league position. But the way that it works out here, if you come in the top two, then you get two goes to get through to the final. It really does reward the people who've done better through the league stage. So I'm a big fan of it working out that way.
0: Yeah, at the very worst, Neil, you get one of the top two in the final, don't you? That's the worst scenario.
3: Very much so. I think this year's been a strange one because we've had one standout team and then about six teams um, who've been almost as good as each other. So the fact that Mumbai will have two attempts to get through to the final is really quite, well, it's worked out the way that uh, that it should for me.
0: I mean, you say standout team. I mean, Mumbai, obviously, top of the table. I think they have been the best side so far. But yeah, potentially, they only finished two points above Delhi Capital. So they, they haven't run away with it. And there's still all to play for as we go into the playoffs. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. Let's have a look at then at our Moonrise moment of today's game. And it was a, a big, big game for these two sides today because we've talked a lot about RCB and Delhi Capitals over the last few weeks of the IPL Daily Podcasts. And we've been very impressed by both sides. They've played some terrific cricket. And if one of them had gone out today, I think it would have been a, a disappointment for the tournament. And it's good to see them both into the playoff. So, but the players came into this game with a lot of pressure on their shoulders, knowing that you know a, a dire performance would mean that they were on the plane home. Start with you, Abhishek. Where would you take me for the Moonrise moment of the match today? Uh,
2: well, I would say the Moonrise moment of the day for me was Ashwin's over, I think. Ashwin's 4 over for 18 and then he also got uh, Virat Kohli out. So I would say Ashwin was the one who applied those breaks right when Padigal was going and there was a chance that they would ask him to probably make a pace of 70-80 runs and then probably EVD will come in and Dubai will come in probably accelerate, right? I would go with Ashwin. That Ashwin's 4 over for 18 were my Moonrise moment of the day and his dismissal of.
0: We'll talk more about Ashwin in just a second. Neil, what about your moonrise moment of the match today?
3: I think it's going to be Mohamed Siraj bowling, pretty sure. Apart from the fact there was an absolute jaffa, it also meant that Shaw and Dawan, having got off to a really impressive and aggressive start, that they um, that when Rahani came uh, in, Dawan and he dialed it back a bit, played more sensibly. And just saw the game through, so it gave RCB much better chance to control the run rate and eventually uh, seal their place in the playoffs, despite the fact they lost the game.
0: Yeah, I've been really impressed with uh, Siraj in this tournament. There's not many times I've actually gone onto our WhatsApp group and said, "What a ball!" And that was a cracker that uh, got pretty sure out today. Daniel Kelly, what about you for the moonrise moment of today's match?
1: Um, I'm going to go for Virat Kohli's wicket. I think. The writing was on the wall really. You don't really drop Cody, you know, the, the writing was on the wall for a big score. I was expecting him to go on from, from that moment, but pretty quickly afterwards that was soon put to bed. Um and, and he didn't give uh, RCB a great foundation to build to command in total. So my moonrise moment of the match is Ashwin's wicket of Cody.
0: Three very good nominations, gentlemen. But I uh, I, I hate to go with Neil because I went with him last time I think he was on, but I think Mohamed Saraji's ball to Pritvi Shaw, it was a cracker and he's really proving his worth with the new ball in this tournament. When there's movement around, he's a real danger. So today's Moonrise moment is Mohamed Saraji's ball to saw the end of Pritvi Shaw's innings. want to get your game the very best it can be. The future of coaching Something's really got under my skin over the last few weeks of the IPL. And it's the substitute fielder rule. We saw to, um, we've we seen Kings 11, um stretch that rule. Mohamed Shami going off and being substituted by a fielder that's far better in the outfield than he is. He really shouldn't have been on the field at times. And today we saw Abhishek's nomination. Um, Ashwin gets through four overs, bowls beautifully, never looks in any kind of pain... And as soon as he's bowled his final ball, he trots off, gets replaced by a substitute fielder. It's starting to get a little bit, it feels a little bit like cheating. It led me to tweet about it today. And then I tweeted about Morris going off and then Morris never came back on again. And what happens sometimes, Neil, in this kind of situation is that you end up touring everybody with the same brush and distrusting the ones that actually really are injured at times.
3: Yeah, I've got to say, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what was going on with Ashwin Will have to see what uh, what comes up afterwards morris i think he must have been injured because had uh, had rcb picked up a few more um, wickets then him at the deck could have been the difference between them winning or losing and also he's taken a lot of catches and is generally a safe pair of hands but i do agree um, we've seen uh, such a come on and affect uh, a couple of uh, great catches and runouts coming on for Shami and chris gale who as amazing as they are as players, may not be the most mobile, if, uh, if I put it politely. Um, it's been something which has been around cricket for 15 years now. Um, I think it is, uh, as Englishmen we remember Ricky Ponting's face when he got run out by Gary Pratt, who incidentally was on properly for an injury because I think Simon Jones had uh, had done his ankle again, but England in that series um, made great use of, uh, of subfielders to give bowlers a rest. Um, India did it in the World Cup last year um, with Ravi Jadeja playing as a, a specialist substitute in some games. And something needs to be done. There's a lot that can, um, can be taken from the current rules. Um, I think, as, uh, as we discussed before, internal injuries covers a huge amount of ground.
0: And it's very yeah, hard to disprove, isn't bang. it? If, so, if somebody comes up and says, I've got an internal injury, the, the person that's actually... The officials are hamstrung, aren't they? Excuse the pun, because they, they can't actually, on the spot there, actually diagnose that injury and say it's either false or, or not. I'll read you the rule that's in the IPL rules, um, 2.2.3. Substitute fielders shall only be permitted in cases of injury, illness or other wholly acceptable reasons. Wholly acceptable reasons should be limited to extreme circumstances and should not include what is commonly referred to as a comfort break, i.e. a toilet break. Daniel, we've seen it a lot through this tournament, haven't we? And, and teams are starting to stretch it, aren't they? Everybody can see, though, that a Chris Gale or a Mohamed Shami isn't quite as agile in the field as some of the youngers they, they bring off the bench to replace them.
1: No, I, I do agree. I do think it's a little bit kind of where the game is, is heading, in a way. It's, a, it's game management, isn't it? It's those small margins which make the difference in T20. And in many ways, it just kind of feels... I wouldn't be surprised if it was the next sort of logical step. You know, in, in terms of a, a stats-driven sort of era that we're in with C20 in the modern the modern game, any sort of fine margin where any team can get that extra 1% or 2% could be something that is explored. And um, from a moral point of view, I think it's very poor. But I think in the heat of the moment, if you can get away with it, someone strap a block of ice to your knee and sit down, Chris, you've just smashed 99 off 50 balls and then bring a young lad. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a, an obvious sort of punt to go for. And unless it's going to be more stringently pleased, I think teams are going to keep going for it. But I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we sit here in future and bring in, you know, we're having a conversation about an official sort of rule change maybe somewhere. You never know. It could be the way that things are heading.
0: I can see a, a situation where we do get rolling substitutes and fielders can come on at, at will. But until then, Abhishek, it's cheating, isn't it? If you're, if you're bending the rules so much that you are effectively feigning injury to get a better fielder out there, it's cheating.
2: Yeah, absolutely, James. I think I totally agree with you on the same, especially the example that you gave of Kingsland Punjab. I still remember one of their games uh, in which uh, are, uh, they tremendously bowled, but that setback to the batting started when their substitute fielder took a fantastic catch on uh, probably long off, right? So these are the James movement it's something that is given to you because let's just say somebody is injured and if there are no rules like for example if somebody is injured and you don't get an extra fielder probably that person will try hard that player will try hard he may get more injured something like that. I totally agree with you and I think uh, both the ICC and uh, the MCC needs to do something about the rules because it is now getting very much uh, misused right or probably make another rule you have to say something like that probably have a 30 or 40 member squad in which you can probably use the substitute fielder but just utilising injury as a mark for substituting the fielders and getting that extra benefit of 5 or 10 runs or probably a few catches, I think, yeah, I totally agree with you.
0: I think it's really difficult, though, for the authorities to actually make an adjud- adjudication on this on the day. I can certainly see in the pressure cooker atmosphere of an IPL where your job is on the line, if you don't get through to qualification or, or whatever, and your team <laughs> needs to win, you're tempted to bend the rules. So it's, it's a difficult situation. And potentially, if you said, you know, in the case of Ashwin today, if you said... I'm sorry, Ashwin, but if you don't take the field this time, then you miss the next game. Then maybe the, you know some some kind of penalty might be the the way forward. So it allows it makes the teams think twice about doing it because they know that player wouldn't be able to play in the next match if they if they did go back to the dugout. Daniel,
1: I'm just thinking, and you know, if we do get to the point where rolling subs are are accepted and it does become a thing, the potential there to prolong careers of some of the you know the big hitting guards up the top and the um, and the workhorse bowlers is it, is quite interesting a, a point as well i also think it could sort of breed a change in the way that guys look at their fitness as well with a lot which has already kind of happened i guess in, in t20 nowadays but a lot more sort of uh focus on strength training could lead to bigger guys knowing that they don't need to be agile in the field it opens a whole host of possibilities
0: and it, and it also opens it up to not being cricket doesn't it as well because you need to yeah. You know there's three disciplines in cricket fielding batting and bowling and usually people have to do at least two of them and if you start to have rolling subs and you don't do the fielding bit then you're not necessarily taking part in the whole game and that that, uh, devalues it a little bit for me which is why I think uh, some of the substitutions in this IPL have uh, started to get under my skin a little bit. Let's finish off, chaps, with uh, tomorrow's game. Mumbai Indians taking on the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Just a very quickie, Neil, because we're running out of time. But we spoke about this yesterday on the podcast. So we don't need to go into great detail. But how nervous are you ahead of this one? Because it's it's basically win or bust, isn't it? You're either on the plane home, metaphorically, you're not. You're, you're going to stay at home. but uh, Or you're into the playoffs, taking on the Royal Challenges in that in that playoff game.
3: It's the, uh, it's the hope that kills, isn't it? Three games ago, we'd have thought, uh, dead and buried. Much too much to do now. Coming off a horrendous loss against uh, the Kings XI, but now we're still in the mix, and destiny's in our own hands. I think Trevor Bailey is a great coach to have in uh, in this sort of situation because he isn't anywhere near as intense as some of the the other coaches that you'll see around cricket. I mean, an Andy Flower or a Ricky Ponting.
0: He's more of a just just go out there and hit it, guys. Just go out there and hit it. Go out there and win for me. Simple. He's
3: going to relax you, isn't he? I think he'll be um, very good, especially for the young players. We've got a lot of young players in our middle order um, who might be the ones who who start to feel the pressure. But Dave Warner and Stowe, Williamson, even Saha, um, they've been around for 10 to 15 years. They've seen it all before. And you know they'll be up for the game, but it's not going to be the end of the world to them. So if they can put their, their arms around... To Madden Sharma, then that's going to be really helpful for us. It's uh, it's a free hit as far as I'm concerned because we were so close to being officially out uh, a few games ago, and we're coming off a good run of form. Um, things to, seem to be clicking, so you should just go out there, express yourself, and see where the chips fall.
0: Well, good luck to your team tomorrow. Hope you enjoy that game as much as you can do in that kind of situation. Just one word um from the other two because i'm not going to ask you neil because i know what your answer is going to be daniel who wins mumbai or sunrises
1: sunrises after mumbai experiment a little bit um i think sunrises got a little bit more to play well we've got obviously got a lot more to play for and i think they're going to pull it off i'm going for sunrises
0: nobody on this podcast understands the word one word one word is all i want abhishek one word mumbai or sunrises, sunrises and he gets in there quickly. He gets in there quickly. Well done, Abhishek. You go to the top of the class. Thank you, all three of you, Neil, Abhishek and Dan for joining me today.
1: Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thank you.
0: And uh, thank you, everybody out there for listening as well. We're getting towards the end of this IPL, but it doesn't get any less exciting. We'll be back with you every single day through to the end of the competition and uh, we will be back with you tomorrow. Thank you to T-shirts.com and to Moonrise Sports for their support of this IPL Daily Podcast. I've been James, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
2: Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow.